Thanks for tuning in to the Vertical Plus podcast. We always open the show with a discussion about this past Sunday's message. If you didn't catch it, you can go back an episode and listen to the audio version. Thanks again for listening. Man, I just ran really fast, and now I'm winded. Uh, actually, winded for Austin. Uh, but before we started, we wanted to say you know, we want to acknowledge that we pushed just a week later uh, for a lot of reasons, but mainly it just felt uh, like the right thing to do given some of the events that happened last week. Uh, we wanted voices that needed to be heard uh, to actually be heard, and us not muddy up any waters. So that's what we'll say about that. And it's good to see you guys. Yeah, we're here. We're doing this, and, yes. and I'm grateful that it is a week later. Oh, 100%. Grateful that our, our community responded, and uh, I believe responded well in a thoughtful manner. And the conversation isn't over. Last week just started the conversation, hopefully at a new intensity and in a new way. And uh, actually what we're going to be discussing today dovetails into that beautifully because that's the way of God. Uh, mm-hmm. The things that he talks about, the things that he calls us to are pertinent no matter the situation. And thankfully, we have uh, for our own emotions the backstop of our faith uh, to rest in, to think about, to promote. Uh, so this conversation isn't a picking back up, leaving last week. It is a connection to how do we move forward and take the steps necessary, not only as individuals, but also as a community. Yeah. And so what we'll be doing today is we're going to go back and take a look at our framework series that we had before last week, which actually ties in really well to uh, the current events. But before we do that, we do have a guest on the day. Oh my gosh, we do. It's 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 our faithful listener, uh, number one fan. <laughs> Wait, of you said that like he's the only listener. And I think <laughs> our that's great. faithful listener. <laughs> Gray Shepherd, what's up, dude? What's up? I'm so yeah, glad you're here. Um, I got some serious hate on this podcast from Ben and Austin the last, <laughs> I think it was three weeks ago and then two weeks ago, two consecutive uh, episodes. So I just wanted to come on here. I think that's the only reason he, they had me on He actually here. wrote us a, a, a strongly worded letter and said, let me on to defend myself. And it For took the record, that long I have no idea here, what yeah. he's talking about. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's just start. I do like Costco frozen pizza. Let's start with that. And I feel like Ben verbatim said he seems like one of those guys that doesn't finish things. That's exactly what Ben said. Um, he did. He wasn't there when I army crawled the last mile of a four mile run because my knee gave out. <laughs> oh, I stand corrected. Four whole miles. Really, Willow the golden retriever was pulling you. That's yes, what was happening. Exactly. Luckily, yeah. I was wearing Heelys. If anybody remembers those. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So what are we actually talking about? I don't know. Well, Wait, you, have we hit our three minute quota? Uh, we're at 240. We should oh, go a little longer. Oh, yeah. I will seconds. say that I was an LSU fan since eighth grade too. So. But what are you wearing on your shirt right now? Louisiana Tech. I got my degree from there. So I have to. Uh, you couldn't pony up and go and to LSU? All my LSU clothes are dirty. Oh, okay. All right. Now yeah, that's, that's three minutes. Okay. Okay. Three minutes. Okay. Good, good, All right. good. So Austin brought up framework. What's interesting is we were, man, have we had to, we have changed things 
I feel like every day represents a change inside of our church right now as far as topic, what we're going to talk about, when we're going to talk about Who's it. lead pastor? It's Here a, I am. It's exciting. <laughs> we're gonna t- the succession plan, I mean, it's all up in the air. Uh, but when we got to framework, we had an original intent, which we discussed publicly, and that all changed. But uh, a lot of the reason that it changed is that God was drawing me towards this uh, passage, this really famous passage, actually, in, in Micah. Um, that talks about what's required of us as followers of Jesus. Mm. Um, we, we were approaching this series framework from the perspective of an essentialist, like let's reduce, let's peel things off of Jesus that have been stuck to Jesus. A friend of mine, Rob Sugg, gave me that language. We've stuck things to Jesus over time that Jesus wouldn't approve of. And there should never be prerequisites or requirements of following him. And that idea has intrigued me. And the more that I've looked into my own, um, honestly, Southern Baptist history, uh, I've noticed there are a lot of things that we put on Jesus. Uh, Primarily, Jesus wasn't white. I mean, this is news to a lot of people. Uh, But in talking about framework to say, let's talk about what is required of us. And there's this verse in the Bible that says, here's what's required of you. Mm. Three things. Not ironically, I think in God's timing, these are the things, to do justice, to love mercy, and to walk with humility. Hmm. Those are the three things that are listed in the Bible as required. Now, obviously, it's a much larger conversation than that. But when the Bible says something like that, I'm going to pay attention. These are the requirements. So we've been spending the past couple of weeks talking about that, not not overtly of like, hey, look at this passage in Micah, you know. Uh, but yeah, we I don't have, even know if we mentioned the passage in Micah. Yeah, yeah but I mean, it's true to vertical form, right? We have something that's inspiring us. So we're not going to be uh, that direct about. We're going to talk about it conversationally. Sure. Uh, but these are the things that we're talking about as a community that are required of us. And you, I think we should say uh, on Mike, you struggled with this topic of humility because you're like, what? I don't, this feels a little bit... Um, I don't know what's the word you use to describe it. Like, um, feels opposite. like I'm just, just, just a pep rally, or what, what is it I'm yeah, doing here? You know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Going into humility, I think it's very easy to make that a soft talk. You know, it's very easy to say. There's the word. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it. It seems like a very churchy, quote unquote, vibe to just be like, oh, and also be humble. You know, and it's like, <laughs> wow, if you look at the church, like we actually really suck at that. Yeah. Um, and so, and that's one of the things, and I'd be very curious to hear what you guys have to say about it. Like at the end of that talk, a couple of misconceptions about humility. One, that it communicates that we should be humble because we don't have worth, you know, but also too, that we should be humble just for humble's sake. There's no actual meaning for it. And, and like you said, Ben, I think that, um, I think that Jesus spoke directly against both those things. I think that he definitely acted directly against both those things. Um, so did did that land? I don't, I don't know. I've been thinking about so many other things since then. I haven't had a ton of time to even take in feedback about that. I so open feedback right now. Crush yeah, me. as someone who wasn't, uh, I guess, in the planning for the whole thing, I think it came across. We should probably change that, by the way. We should yeah. invite you into this. We should just ink gray in. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think so too, probably. That's probably... <laughs> Um, but yeah, as, uh, just listening to it, when you hear humble, you just think of like weak or, you know, that's just the, what, what everybody thinks when you hear the word, but for you to say, you know, the different things that you did about how God views us and stuff like that, I think that that puts a lot of clarity on things that you've even learned growing up in the church. Mm. Um, and I think just from, listening to different things, talking about humility. When you want somebody with humility, it's a 
you know, an others before self or a team before self mentality. And it's not that you're putting yourself down. It's that you're putting other people up basically. And I, and I mean, I think you did a great job of, um, I guess saying that in a short span of time that you had. And I wouldn't say that if you didn't do that. So, yeah, I was going to uh, say, we know each other well enough to know that... Uh, yeah, I think you flubbed that up. Yeah. I don't know. That's <laughs> of all guys to talk about humility, this <laughs> guy. Yeah, yeah. everybody's like, what? Really? <laughs> that guy? I actually appreciate it. I know it was, uh, it was a struggle for you, but I appreciated that struggle. And I think that is also very vertical, that we're going to take topics head on that we personally struggle with. It's like, how do, how do I wrap my mind around this? How do I communicate this well? Because it drives us to investigate Jesus with more intensity. Mm-hmm. And I appreciated that part of your talk. Like, okay, th- your honesty, first off, in this talk to say, this isn't the first thing I think about when I think about Jesus. And you're like, <laughs> you basically described it like you've ripped out Philippians from your Bible. And, and you know, I just don't pay attention to that. I know that's not what you meant, but well, you know. <laughs> for it to not come to the fore of what you think about with Jesus and then to see your wrestling forced me to wrestle internally with this uh, idea that you're talking about, that humility. Gray is you know, who he was pointing to. Yeah, sorry. The uh, the soft answer turns away wrath. If someone asked you to carry it a mile, carry it an extra mile. Or Jesus, sure. you know, no crying he made. And in front of Pilate, he didn't speak. And all that stuff that really is used to quiet our voice when what we should have is a louder voice to highlight the humility of Christ and how it actually empowered people and how it, it empowered him. Uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, listening to you beforehand, you're like, oh boy. But when I watched it, I was like, this is exactly how this topic should go. Yeah. It, it's caused me to think, and you, you say like a rip Philippians right out. That's not true. Just chapter two. But um, <laughs> in that passage, though, you, it, it really is so odd to me. It's almost, and it, and it is because, like you said, we have grown up in a church that does not promote this side of Jesus, I don't think. But for those words in Philippians, for him to say like, this was Christ's mindset that even though he was in the nature of God, even though he was God, he saw fit to humble himself. And even since that time, like even since teaching that, those words have been ringing kind of in our in our culture since then in like, the truth is that what's going on around us right now is requiring us to humble ourselves. And we're having, people like myself are having to say, look, I have to be okay with saying that I don't understand please teach me because there is a greater good at the end of this. And so when you look at Jesus and you say, what was his goal? It wasn't that he just show everybody that he is all powerful, even though that's definitely true. He wanted to redeem us in that as well. And man, how pertinent is it right now in the time that we're living in for people to be able to say, I'm trying to be like Christ and be humble and admit that there is a greater good than me just promoting myself and just saying what I'm feeling right now, this very minute. Does that make sense? Am I making sense with that? Yeah, I think you are. That's that. That is in this in this time. You know, I'm actually glad we're recording this a week later because I think it allows this series to be seen in a framework hey, frame of mind uh, that uh, that uh, wouldn't have existed. Pre, pre this past week, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, it's, we've seen it so much this past year, the exact and specific timing of God, especially within our community and the, the stuff we're learning, the things we're hearing said, like not just by the people in this room, but you know, our Tiffany's, our Reshma's, our 
or Groats, you know, whoever. Who's Groat? Uh, sorry, yeah, yeah. He he runs the table. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well done. Thank you very much. Uh, but yeah, I. Th- this has just been nothing short of the evidence of the timeliness of God. It's yeah. freaking awesome. I agree. And we would never want to put words in Jesus's mouth, but just the full scope of what that passage has meant. Yeah. You know, the idea that the Son of God saw fit to humble himself, it really is really, really touched me in that, like, who am I then to say that, no, I'm right about this. I, I can be prideful in this because I think I know. I, I don't know. It's 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 been humbling. So <laughs> It's incredible. Yeah. In the exact right way, the life of Jesus leaves us no way out. Yeah. This is what uh, baffles me about some of the best seekers in the world that don't respect Jesus. I think it means that they haven't investigated him enough to know. They've probably investigated a lot of Christians, yeah. but not Jesus. But this, uh, this passage that we're referencing today talks about, correct me if I'm wrong, but in this passage it talks about Jesus did not consider equality with God, although he had it, something to be grasped, yeah. to held on to and controlled. Uh, so I think that's a lesson for a lot of people today, myself included, and I love, I love the fact you led the way on that, Austin, uh, as a privileged white individual. Uh, I have the choice to grab onto those privileges and to refuse to investigate those. Uh, but Jesus, Jesus beautifully, so long ago, gave us the example, and this is what Paul is saying. You mm-hmm. need to follow this example. You don't need to consider that something to be grasped. You need to be willing to let go of that and let God use it after you let go of it. You know, the question I think that most of us need to consider, no matter our color, is what could our life do? What change could it affect if we quit grabbing onto the things that we love so much and allowed God to use us in the way that he used his own son? I also feel like, not to, not to cut off the perfect ending there, uh, but I just didn't want it to not be said, I also feel like humility serves as the best monitor for the justice side of these three things Mm. like i think there's a lot of call for justice in this season and it's not for lack of a better term unjustified to do so but at least at least from a a purely lawful black and white law and order sense i get that but from a moral standpoint if you're if you're approaching this with the exact amount of humility as you see justice I just I don't see it any other way than to be incredibly sympathetic with what's going on around us. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I even I, I think I said it in the teaching that without humility, you do not have the correct lens to try and execute justice. It's it's unjustified justice, it, at exactly. That point. Yeah. And without that humility, that that you know that concept that Jesus actually came to resolve our sin issue with, then justice wouldn't be understood. Yeah, like you look at Jesus, like Jesus in the purest definition of the form had every right to just, you know, castrate people, essentially. I love, I don't know, I just I really wanted that. to use that. It was your hand motion <laughs> that made me a little queasy, but please continue. <laughs> he, you know, the machete version of yes. it. Yes. Uh, but he had, he had every right to just cast down people for, for not being fully law-abiding, law you know what I mean? But he didn't do that. Like the the exact truest version of the gospel is the is literally that. You which know, is the, the mercy piece. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which I think stems from the humility piece. I, I, I just, it seems like a direct equation for me. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, we have to take. Let's let's talk about the dial though, and I think this is something that um, that the American church should pay attention to, especially the Southern American church. 
we don't want to talk about where Jesus's mercy came in the form of honest judgment and critique. Oh, yeah. Um, he embraced the lepers. He empowered women. He told parables about the poor and ostracized. And he reserved his strongest language for the religious leaders that were in power. Yeah. He was even more um, judgmental and holding these people more accountable than he was the governing body, mm-hmm. which to me is fascinating. Hey, get, you know, we're going to pay the taxes. We give to Caesar what is Caesar's, the coin in the fish's mouth. But when, when he was faced with religious oppression uh, or even religious silence. From quote unquote his own. Yes. Yeah. That's where Jesus, you see Jesus flare up. Yeah. And yeah. for some reason. Flipping we, tables. Yeah. We want to kind of like, let's just vanilla that yeah, a little bit. just mute that part of it. Well, and it's interesting to me that when you see those religious leaders throughout, throughout uh, the Gospels, when they actually kind of break through that tension and say, oh, no, I have honest questions about what you're doing, Jesus. He approaches them in a manner that, that um, I don't know, is acceptable of that. Like it's, it's it, he's the... I'm trying to think, is it Nicodemus when he's talking to him and he's explaining the second birth? Yes. Um, like, I, that's, a, that's a really cool passage to me because in any other sense, like, you almost see these religious leaders as a threat to Jesus. But once, they, once he actually shows genuine curiosity about what Jesus is doing, he is more than willing to, exp- to show mercy, to, have yes. that, um, to show that humbleness and explain that to him. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. What does that mean for us right now? Like you're talking about these religious leaders, like the Pharisaical, the Sadducees, like those guys, how does that actually play out in our context? Like if Jesus is the harshest with those guys, what does that look like for us here? I think we have to embrace in equal measure the acceptance of Jesus and also the accountability of Jesus. We have to have both. And certain segments of our Christian society have been unwilling to accept both. Mm. But the accountability of Jesus leads us more closely to understand the acceptance of God. And if we're unwilling to embrace that accountability, then we are stuck in our own traditions. We're stuck in the own, our own realities, our formations of who God is, who he accepts and who he doesn't accept. And we're rejecting our own growth. And in the end, we're rejecting the sacrifice of Christ that we build multi-million dollar buildings Oof. and invite people in to hear these speeches. And we're unwilling to say, you must face the accountability of Christ. If Jesus was willing to ostracize himself, even to the point of being murdered to communicate this message, who are we as leaders in the church to say, no, we must turn this down because it will turn people away. Yeah, I think we have no choice. And I believe God is putting us in this situation as far as awareness is concerned. I believe what's going on in our country right now grieves the heart of God. But I think he's allowing us to wake up, certain ones of us to wake up to this reality so that we can now be the mouthpiece for the accountability of Christ. We have to accept both. Mm. Awesome. You. <laughs> oh. <Ugh. laughs> yes, Chase. Unsubscribe. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right, guys. See I y'all did. later. <laughs> I didn't mean for it to sound like that, but I didn't know what to say afterwards. Do <laughs> so you have a question for me, or what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you were supposed to roll right into, you know what I'm really looking forward to. Oh. That, that is what I was supposed to do.
I was trying to think of something clever, and, and it just that sounded up. like you're about to jump into a boys to men song. Like, mm. <laughs> mm, girl, how hey, do you girl. know about boys to men? I want to sing about. <laughs> All right, uh, hey Austin. Yes, Chase. Let's bring it back down. You got any questions for us? Or better yet, would you ask us anything? Y- yes. Okay. <laughs> totally gross. All right. So today, so we're keeping that. Yeah, oh okay. yeah, yeah, that's staying in. We have a couple of questions, and I'm super excited because typically Gray is asking questions, but I'm asking questions The boy is today. here. Or the, the boy is, is in the, the building. Here. We need one of those like... I won't put that in. Oh, okay. Vine's dead. <laughs> All right, so here we go. First question, and this and this may actually be controversial. Not nearly as controversial as last or two weeks ago conversation. Let's not be- go back to the yeah, day of but the pineapple. It will be controversial. Good. In your opinion... What is the best, This underline this, highlight, fast food burger and fries you can get on a road trip? Fast food, by definition, has a drive-thru. Yes, so like you're driving so through a road trip. You can't say five guys. You've got kids in the back, the three of you. Uh, not me, I have dogs in the back. <laughs> you're driving through because you can't leave them in the hot car because, you know, that wouldn't be good parenting. What is the best fast food burger you can get? Anybody want to go first? I think some people are. I mean, my my answer is going to be a little exclusive. See, uh, I I know where you're going. I think because yeah. it depends where you're road tripping. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, that was part of the question. You, I mean, just road- in, in America right now. That's so right. I will be completely honest. My mind when I saw this question was there's a there's a fairly local option for me that I would be happy to go to. If I'm driving through Texas, there's another. and But the number one is I have to be going through California. Exactly. So, well, uh, not just California, but it's synonymous with California. West Coast, all that. It so, is definitely in and out okay, See, I, I, I love in and out man. Like, it, if we're saying specifically fast food, it has a drive through the best burger for literally $2, it's freaking in and out but, it, but it's not for $2. It's just the best burger. No, I know. I'm saying no. I, I was just okay. saying on top of that, so, icing on the cake. So it's only two dollars. As far there. as I'm concerned, In and Out is probably top tier drive through burger. But for the sake of conversation, where 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 are y'all's thoughts on this? I've never had In and Out. That's why I was. I wanted I to give either. that clarifier. Not everybody's yeah, had it. I haven't had it. Yeah. Um, I've heard I, a lot about it. It's it's very good. Yeah. Yeah, everybody talks about it. I, where is that? The one that's in California or is that Texas? It, it's West Coast. And Whataburger yeah. is what he was talking about. Uh, no. What are you talking about? Are you serious? You're gonna say a burger a burger in Texas is better than Whataburger? Okay, I have to I have to quantify, but you not better do clarify, a great job. Not quantify. Clarify. I have to quantify. <laughs> la, there you go. He's gonna tell us how many burgers. Okay. <laughs> Wait. So so am I going or? Yeah, go for it. Sure. So here's the thing. I love Whataburger. It is. What great. if I'm traveling from here to Texas and not stopping again? It would probably be Whataburger. And if there was not a Whataburger. A mile and a half from my house, that's where I would stop. With that being said, if I am driving through Texas, there is a restaurant called Brahms. And I don't know if any of y'all have had it. With a drive through? It has a drive through. Wow. And it's it's sort of a it's almost like you're going into a deli type thing. If you went in, they have ice cream, but it's that it is that classic. We have milkshakes, fries, a burger. It's all in a greasy bag, you know. Yeah. And it's a good burger. Like Chase, where's the place we went that was such a flop? The so disappointing locally. Locally, yeah. Let's, let's bash local local businesses. slam. Let's go. Let's just you know, if they're in Mississippi, we're okay. Bash. Everybody them. was so excited. 
careful. Uh, everybody was so excited about it. We were in Pearl, and uh, we were. Oh, we you and I went to uh, steak uh, steak and shake. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not okay. Great. Steak and shake is like a bang for your buck thing. Well, I was like, uh, I man, disagree. Everybody was that buck. so excited about this, and like, I literally want to leave it on nah, the table. I would much rather out. pay ten dollars for a decent Whataburger than three dollars for a steak and shake burger. Yeah, I'm a little bit biased in this because the first Whataburger I actually had, I was living in Texas at the time, yeah. and it, it was like a, a really old Whataburger. Yeah, so. the thing is, what with Whataburger is so the reason In and Out is so good is I've I've been to a few In and Outs, and I've, they all taste the exact same. Mm. Some Whataburgers. You know, it can exist in S tier, but some of them are in D tier. It is, it's. Low I would agree with sometimes. that. I would agree with that. But that being said, I I have driven a great distance for Whataburger. Given I was in college, uh, those fries are hard to beat yeah. too. Then. So related to this conversation, do you guys have like a guilty pleasure burger? Wait, like, you guys didn't answer though. Yeah, I need to know y'all. Oh, I, I jumped on the Whataburger train. Okay. Oh, you did. Yeah. Yeah. Gray? Gray? I was gonna wait for all y'all to start because I was gonna start to give my spill about. Uh, Burger King. Oh, no. But no. yeah, I'm definitely a Whataburger. I'm okay. totally getting okay. uh, I'm glad we're in Houston. You probably go to Burger King and get a burger. You would have got on roasted. It. Mm. No, yeah. I've, I don't think my wife will not let us go to Burger King, so I haven't had it. There's a conversation to be had about pineapple pizza. Burger King, eh. No, yeah, there's no conversation there, I don't think. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm Whataburger. I would, I would get a Big Mac before I went and got a Burger King. Oh, that's, that's. I was forced to eat Burger King a lot as a child. My father loves it. So that's a shame. It's an old people fast Yeah, my dad yeah. likes it too. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've stumbled into something here. Maybe. Man, what, what were you going to say? Yeah, ben? What was the your guilty question? pleasure thing? Local? Yeah, I was just asking like a guilty pleasure burger. Like, Is it fast food or are we, are we knocking that out and going for a burger? Well, I'll just sh- I'll share my answer because you guys are, man. <laughs> The, the only way to follow up last episode is to admit this publicly. Um, <laughs> we'll see what's more controversial. I also wandered I in as a child into, because this, this establishment has a pretty incredible root beer float in a f- frosted <laughs> mug. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yes. Once I got into this place, though, I discovered that they also are infamous for their chili cheese whatever, anything on the menu. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so... I've had my fair share of Ward's yeah. hamburgers. Oh, gross. I don't so know what gross. that is. They are not good. <laughs> right. they, know it. they make their own root beer, right? They are the lowest tier. Uh, yeah, that's what, I'm sa- that's what I call okay, it a guilty so pleasure. Okay, so Ben says they're great. Chase says it's disgusting. Greg, give me a tiebreaker. I've been there once, and I was in... 10th grade after a baseball game. So that's, it that's, was really good then. That's unfair. <laughs> but that's very unfair. Like I used to love Ryan's no, buffet. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like I haven't been in awards in years, admittedly. But I remember when I was there, I was Nostalgia. like, this, this is my fat kid idea of heaven. I I've got chili like, cheese on a burger and a root beer float. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I will acknowledge that my standards are high for even stuff like that, which is kind of unfair sometimes. I know but, what you're going to say for your go-to. If we're if we're I don't have many guilty pleasures because I I try not to feel guilty about any kind of food that I enjoy, including easy cheese, which I just bought some of, uh, <laughs> and made me eat. Yeah. I was I wasn't mad. Yeah, it Ew. was it's pretty good. You, when's the last time you had it? Tenth grade? No, no, not even that. Okay, I will say on easy cheese, surprising low calories, but it is like two hundred percent of the sodium content you should take in. Oh, whatever. Get anyway, that stuff going, out of here. going back to it, it's uh, undoubtedly and not enough people tried. It's the burger from Waffle House. 
Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. It's so good. Huh. It. I don't know. I, I just don't know if I have the discipline enough to try that because when I'm in there, I'm like, bring all, on the waffles. I had, baby. To, I had to try. Yeah. It for, I had to try it for the first time at like 10 p.m. in Atlanta. Uh, I was there for Passion, and I just wasn't feeling breakfast for some reason. I said, you know what? I, I want to try their burger. You were at Passion, and you went to Waffle. I didn't know people went to Waffle House sober. Oh, I no, go to Waffle House sober all the time. Yeah, what? yeah. So I think that part of what the the secret uh, formula there was that you were there with a group probably that decided let's have some waffle, but you weren't feeling breakfast. Exactly. So that that's part of the equation that has yeah. to happen. Okay, yeah. Gray, what is your uh, your local go to burger? He already he said what a burger. What a burger. Still, but my guilty oh, low key, low guilty low. guilty pleasure. My guilty pleasure, and I'm probably gonna get some heat for this, but I like Sonic cheeseburgers. No, they're disgusting. I do. I mean, they're super greasy, and I'm gonna have heartburn for five hours. But <laughs> you still you know, say it's worth it. It's just part. See, I mine's follow similar. it up with four tums, and there's nothing to it. Mine is similar. I have to prep to do this, and typically Chase is the one that talks me into this. But I do love Five Guys. That's not guilty. Yeah, that's not guilty. That's a good I feel burger. guilty. That's a perfect burger. It's underwhelming. Yeah, but it's good. Under. Oh my! <laughs> oh, I did that on purpose. Hot take. Okay. Oh wait, next question. We do not have time to do that. Okay, we do not have time that to do that. That was good though. I like. Okay, that. next question, and this uh, came up from a conversation that I had with a friend last week because my wife was out of town, and we had a debate over this. He asked, "When your wife is out of town, when do you ideally go to sleep, and when do you ideally wake up?" What a when my great wife is question. out of town, you have no accountability. What a great ideal. Question. If 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 the right people are around, uh, whether online or in person, I'm not afraid to go to 3 a.m. Wow, wake up or oh oh, sl- go, to go to sleep. Yeah. When would you wake up if you went to sleep at 3 a.m.? Um, I would I would have a little bit of discipline in that where I would choose nine o'clock. Because literally, I've woken up at 11, 12, 1 before after going to bed at 5 a.m. And I just feel like the worst person on the planet when I do that. So I, 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 go, I forego I the sleep so I can wake up at 9. We have to assume that the kids are with the wife. Yeah, Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah, I yeah, guess yeah. you do. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah I, honestly, I think mine would be going to bed at about 9 p.m. and waking up whenever I do. I wouldn't even... If I had work, I would wake up early, but... I love going to bed early. I love sleeping. Yeah, I think I'm building in, like, maybe the context is it's like a Saturday, so you can sleep as late as you want, so. Yeah, still 9 p.m. Yeah. And when I, <laughs> if I wake up at 5 a.m., I'm great with it, and I'm I actually happy about it. I just don't value sleep. Like, I enjoy sleep, but it's not enough for me to decide to go to bed at 9 p.m. I, I enjoy early mornings. That's, I don't enjoy, I don't care about, the sleep is whatever. I, I need sleep to get up and actually enjoy the morning. But once I get up, like it's so worth so it. So when you get up, do you just enjoy a piping hot cup of pillow and wine coffee or um yeah, after I normally get up around two AM, do about <laughs> three hours of yoga, become <laughs> one with the environment. In the um, sauna or do you keep the sauna up. off? Um yeah, sauna's on. I have coffee beans. I'm basically like bathing in coffee beans <laughs> and just energizing my body. It's your ideal and day. Okay, exactly. I'll do that for you. Ben, yeah. what about you? Uh, <laughs> stop that quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. We all have different versions of our answer here, but I, I have two value sleep. 
Like, I think right now I could just excuse myself from this podcast and go to sleep in the lobby. That's the kind of guy I am. Mm. But you also balance that as being a night owl. Because I think of anyone on staff, you're the most closely associated to me in that way. Yes. Like, if you really want to reach me quickly, you'll wait till about 1045. Exactly. And uh, I'll, I need you to record this voiceover real quick. Do you have time? Oh, yeah. I'll get up right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chase, that happened. Chase was all apologetic. I'm like, really? Seriously, man, I'm up. I'm what like, else am I doing? <laughs> it's no big deal. Uh, but for me, when the wife's out of town, I have an expectation, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have a huge meal for dinner mm. at wherever. Like mm. as, I'm go, I'm going to get something as many calories as possible. And then I'm going to literally go into that coma sleep, which is amazing, but that <laughs> never happens. I'm always up to like one thirty, two o'clock preach doing mm. random things. I'm like, what am I even doing out here? Like, you know, so yeah, I sit out here because they're always outside. I'm <laughs> randomly outside at uh, at this hour. So I want to go to bed early, but it just never happens. And I think it's because the routine gets busted up. Yep. And um, what about know. you, Austin? So for me, I realized this last week. I always kind of like you just said, Ben. I have a like a scheme in mind, and I plan it out days ahead. If Caitlin is leaving town, I'm like, oh man. I'm going to go and get whatever it is that I actually want to eat that she will not eat with me. OEC. Oh, That's yeah. usually one of mine. Topped yeah. with easy cheese. No, uh, no, no. You got to so at least blend the palates together. <laughs> not so much. So I'll do that, and then I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm hopping online. I'm I'm playing Call of Duty until 3 in the morning. I'm sleeping until noon. Like hey that's, that's what I'm doing, and I try to do it. I give it my all, and it just doesn't work about... 10.30, I'm like, man, I'm tired. And for the rest, and I, I'll go to bed the rest of the week, I eat very mildly. I go to sleep at like 9 o'clock and get up at 5 like normal. Like it is, it is <laughs> I, I, am not near as, I am not near as adventurous as I would actually like to be. So There's the truth. That's where I am. Okay, last what question. What a great question. By, whoever asked that question. Yeah, that was a good one. Last question. Go. Was it you, Austin? No. Oh, good. Yeah. Nice. But we don't do shout-outs here. No, we don't. Because they may end up on the we show. Just, we bring them on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> then right. you have to bring them on the podcast that's right. if you give a shout-out. Last shout question, out. and this is one that Ben and Chase and I kicked around for, I don't know, 12 hours at the staff table one day. We thought way <laughs> wow. too much about it. And so I want you just to... <laughs> so we're bringing it onto a short-form podcast? <laughs> I want you just to give me your initial answer. Okay. okay? Here it is. You've gotten rich. You either inherited uh, this it. This is my question. You hit this the lottery. Whatever <laughs> it. it is. What is how your, much money did I get? An insurmountable Powerball. amount. Of, like you just you hit an ungodly amount of money. You're Jeff Bezos. What Ugh. is the first purchase? Oh. Not how are you aligning? Like like I don't want to know the deep dark details. I don't want to. What is your absolute first purchase? One thing. One thing. St. Louis Cardinals. <laughs> that's it the whole organization yes that's what i'm buying so you're gonna be for the rest of your life who is this guy i want to own bush stadium <laughs> yep my answer has actually changed since this original conversation. oh well go ahead uh although i know i'm opening myself up to chase mocking me for that i won't do that until he hits the space bar uh but so does it have to be one item or can it be like a a lifestyle that you've purchased oh my gosh it's a good question. <laughs> You're, this is such a Ben thing. Like, I want to buy, like, I, I have this idea of the man that I want to be. And I want to buy that. Like, I don't can care. You, What's your don't first you start to? <laughs> can you buy wisdom? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's just, let's summarize it this way. And maybe I did say a portion of this last time we talked about it. I, th I would buy, because I just was around one, a portable mill. That oh. would be my first purchase. 
and they're only about five thousand dollars. It really, I actually have seen one of those, and they are really cool. I don't, I don't understand. I would cut off my arm. Well, yeah, I mean, okay, so I would buy a person to teach me how to do that. But so I would buy a portable <laughs> mill, and then what that does is it like a water mill. No, like a uh, like a windmill. Don't start with me. <laughs> yeah, clarify. Like a windmill. Uh, ben, what's a what's a mill? A, a mill would in portable would be that you could drag it out into the middle of nowhere off grid, fell a tree, and then roll said tree onto the portable mill and turn it into dimensional lumber. Oh, a lumber mill. Yes. Oh. The reason I would purchase this is because it opens up so many things for me to do after that. Hmm. Uh, and if I've purchased a portable mill, I have just quit life and moved off grid. In a very rich way. Hmm. What about you, Chase? The the Grego? Yeah, he said the Cardinals. Cardinals. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> One item. All the items. Um, I feel like I would start off with this purchase because I think it would set me up well, and it's a, a bomb house. And it would it would have to have like some specific stuff like it have the house portion of it would be for my wife Rachel like whatever she wanted in there yeah that's great go for it but it needs to have uh, like a pool house in the back oh then, I thought there was a thing I didn't know about that was called a bomb a house. bomb house yeah I'd, oh yeah I, I bomb I bomb AF house uh that's for the kids out there thanks uh, yeah you're welcome um, they're staying awake <laughs> uh, but then it needs a pool. Uh, because I want to turn that into not a man cave, because I freaking hate the stigma that comes around that, but a chase cave. <laughs> I want to turn it into whatever I want to turn it into, and I just want to have bought a blank canvas canvas for that. Mm. So that's what that's what it would be. It's changed a little bit as well. Gotcha. So the bomb, there won't be any bombs kept out though. Uh, I, I'm, I'm You'll be more, susceptible to bombs. Uh, no, a bomb shelter. Will, will there is be kinda, a bunker? Like a bunker in Someone case of could bombs. bomb the bomb. Uh, we don't have good. We don't have good dirt work for that around here. You know the clay makes it hard. So I we've think all it, been looking into that the last couple of months. We have. <laughs> Little known fact is that Chase has participated in uh, a house build. Oh, you mean my father's? Yeah, yeah, to a, a very uh, vast extent. Yeah, more than you wanted. Yeah. So. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, more than I wanted, but not more than I was willing. Yeah. Free living. Good That's point. Good. So you would buy a home. A home. That's very responsible. Yeah, it is, well, actually. It, no, it's selfish because like, it would give Rachel exactly because what she would, wanted would, so that Rachel I could do what I want. to you about it? <laughs> yeah, no, I was not going to say that. <laughs> okay. Not, yeah, now we know you're, you're Oh, hard believe up, me. I'm Chase. in the same spot. Like, Are we buying a house yet? I'm like, ugh, gosh. Ugh. <laughs> uh, okay, I have not put much thought into this because Good. I think I participated way too much in that 12-hour discussion about this previously. It's a great question. My initial thought is this. I think I would buy a month's worth of time. And what I mean by that is I could not have to have paid time off. I could just take a month off. And it would just be like, hey, somebody do my job, which doesn't require too much. Um, <laughs> you know, all, all these things, I want a month. And I can do whatever I want with it. I can travel. We can go wherever. I can lay on my couch and go to bed at 9 and wake up at 5 or whatever I want to do. But I would sit and plot the rest of my purchases over that month, I think. All right. Yeah. That's I all. did not like that answer. Yeah, really? That How do you make fun of me like that's the most Ben thing and you're like this existential, I'm going to purchase time? Yeah. Uh, you like if you had time. that much money, you would just not have to work. Time right. wouldn't matter anymore. I, yeah. Okay, that's clearly you didn't question, think though, about because this. Because here's the thing: I would still work because I would get way too bored. Yeah, you're that's just saying that because your boss is here. 
Oh, wait, he didn't say work here. <laughs> well, he also yeah, previously said my job doesn't work. take much. <laughs> yeah, what is that, $400 a month that you would buy? Or what? <laughs> Intern. That's true. Yeah, that's right. That's true. All right, next segment. Okay. Recommends, recommends, What's that from? Uh, rapid Fire, you ready? Yes. The Hunchback of Notre Dame. No. Remember the Titans? No. Um, some weird Catholic jerk you're on one time. No. no. That's uh, from uh, Hunger Games. No. Oh. oh. That was a whistle with the, yeah. with the fingers. Yeah, same thing. Um, I don't know. What is it? Halo. Uh, oh, that is from Halo. Yeah, Blast from the Past. It's been in my head for some reason. That's how I was seeing Live to Sleep. Anyway. Recommends, recommends. This is one of the most frustrating parts about Chase is that he will walk in whistling a song and it is always a song that will stick with you for at le- a minimum of 18 days. But only because it's been with me for 18 months. <laughs> I mean, It's a man. hard life. And it always oddly sounds like something else and, and then you get in a debate about which song he's whistling. We're up, Austin and I are just playing tag team at this point. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> Right, I, usually, so we, I just look at him and say, you're welcome. Yes, Anytime. you're welcome. Yeah, I hate it. Wait, are, so we're recommending things? Recommend, recommend. Thanks. I know yes. I'm in the mood again. All right. Were you saying thanks to him or Janice? Thank oh. you, Janice. Ooh, hey, Janice? look at that. Good you are earning a spot for can, another can episode. Can we get Janice I, on one I day? I had to. Yes. Or yes. can we get Gray on and dress him up like Janice? I will. Day? I'll dress up like Janice. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. Hey, recommend. <laughs> 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 Who's going first? Uh, ben. Ben. Okay, well, I started to recommend something I've already recommended. And we said no more British people. Yeah, no more British people. I just don't understand why, what is with uh, people not liking British television? Um, it's kind of niche. Yeah. Boring. Is it? I think it's, it's not, their teeth. It can be. Oh. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, go ahead. Are they far enough away for you to say that? <laughs> Maybe, Holy I don't know. moly, holy moly. All right, so um, I really don't have any official recommends this week, which oh. is probably very surprising. Jeez. Uh, but I, I don't. I mean, oh. the stuff that I'm consuming right now that I would recommend to other people, I'm still with the other things that I've, I've been watching. Mm. So I, I don't know. I really, um, I will say I don't agree with everything that this guy stands for, but I have been watching a lot of Wrangler Star on YouTube, have you have you guys heard of this guy? Yeah. No, I haven't have watched. I haven't watched much. But. He he's a craftsman, and I'm I'm super intrigued by his story because I think he's in some way Amish or connected to the Amish. He just has this. <laughs> in, I just know it. In some way, he's Amish. I don't know if it's his chin he's beard or that vibe. hat. <laughs> Look, okay, go check him out. You bunch You've of seen jerks. this aim leaking guy? I don't know. It's somehow. I it's like he's an honest rum springer. I don't You've know. You've seen the size of the chair that guy's sitting in? Yeah. His beard's no, longer than four inches. Wrangler so. Star, um, and I, I have no idea why he's, what the name is there, but he has all these skills that are kind of old world, but the reason I'm intrigued by him is because he will use power tools very effectively as well. Uh, so it's one of those things. I don't know if you guys are like me, but it, it can be something no. I'm, I'm not... <laughs> What'd you say? No, we're not like no. you. Uh, I can, like. I think you've said this before. Actually, like I'm never I'll, going to say this. who you're pointing to. Uh, Austin, sorry. Gosh. I'm never going to to do this, but I'll watch it for eight uh, minutes. I, 
I do that. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I watched a guy repair shoes the other day. I'm like, I'm never going to do that, but I'm sure interested in how this happens. Yeah. Uh, so Wrangler star fits in that. It's and, a curse. um, one of the best things that he does is he buys really cheap things off Amazon and tries to see if they actually work. Oh uh, yeah. I so, watched a guy do that in Harbor Freight one day. Yeah. Anyway. So that, right. that would be uh how does, what does that qualify? Uh, that, that, I think it's probably a want you. You want to spend some time watching this? I guess. Okay, there it you, is. Gray? That's you all gotta, I got. Redeem our recommends, Gray. All right, yeah, I'll start with the want. Is that? Do you have to go in order? Does you, it go? In uh, order? We prefer it yeah. if you have, especially if you have all four. I, like, so wait, what is order? Want, need, wear. So yep. if you have just okay. two, like if you only the had Janus a method. need and a wear, yes. then you would go need wear. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Well, my want and. You know, I've been told that I don't stick with things very long. Cough. I don't know why anyone would say that to you. Yeah, I don't know why. This is probably the longest conversation me and Ben have ever had. Agreed. (laughs) And he's been coming after me. But the last week, I have started doing cold showers. Stay tuned. At night. Will he stick with it? And I don't know all the research behind it, but... I'll tell you right now, I feel like a million bucks. And uh, but supposedly it <laughs> there activates. There are studies that prove that right. Yeah, yeah. I think morning specifically is what it. Well, or after workouts. Oh, right. you should do that anyway. Yeah. Which I work out basically every thirty minutes. Yeah, Just that's why you, you look like you do. <laughs> exactly. I look at Gray and I go, "Dang, fitness, <laughs> fitness." But it supposedly like activates brown fats or something and it burns your other fats i don't know what the more you talk the less i believe you yeah i don't know what <laughs> no, it no, does no. What, but what's the guy's name hoff something hoff yes right? hack he, no, hack. no. <laughs> not not the intern <laughs> when uh, hoff something there's three different things Adrian bonhoeffer no ben ben hoff i don't know but he does this thing where he'll go and sit in the sauna and then he he lives in the arctic or somewhere and he goes and jumps in the lake and you're just like wow it looks like suicide but apparently he's like 112 so it seems to be working yeah a lot of people do it for anxiety yeah and depression too yeah do cold showers man that's um, insightful but yeah i've been doing that for the last week and the comfort that I feel after I get out of the shower and dry off and get in like... It's worth it. Get in my notorious B.I.G. Uh, sleeping shirt that I wear every that night. We endlessly make fun of. The, I don't make fun of it. The I comfort do. is awesome. Okay, yeah. you need to go to your next one. You're spending too long on that Sorry one. about that. That's a really good one. Yes. Need? On a scale of zero to marathon, what are the chances you'll stick with this? Well, Wait, no. That and, wouldn't and work. Marathon would be zero. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> Marath- <good point. laughs> yeah. Yeah. I stand corrected. Please continue. Okay. He's doing this for his Moving forward. As we should. Um, What's the next one? Need? Need. Yes. So need, I'm going to go fast, Chase. Need is a delivery service for your groceries. Costco is the best around. I've heard this. I'm yeah. a member at Costco. I've never been in you Costco. You can get us in. Oh. I've never been in Costco. Gray probably owns stock in Costco at this point. <laughs> I don't. I Gray really don't. Own stock. I don't think I have stock in anything. Okay. Except for myself. <laughs> but I'm betting on me. <laughs> okay, so that's that's the need. You need to get even Kroger or whatever, you need to do grocery deliveries regardless of the coronavirus. It's so nice not to have to go in the grocery store. It's just a tier of living that you could get used to. Exactly. We're slowing yeah. him down. Um, okay, I'll go on to the next one. What's where? Where? Um, I was gonna say some really comfy pajamas. I 
always in like the pajama pants that aren't too hot because we live in Mississippi, mm. but are still long. Because I mean, you can't wear short pajama pants as a guy. I just don't feel like those would be bed clothes. But that's another conversation. I, <laughs> it's cringy, regardless. Controversial. <laughs> <laughs> Only four people get that. That's my wear. A good, good uh, night outfit. So read. Yeah, you have a read. Wearing these pajamas, what would you read? Uh, Trillion Dollar Coach. It's about Bill Campbell, and uh, he was the coach for Steve Jobs and a couple of different guys in uh, Google and a few different companies around that area. He did it for free completely, and he was a coach to those guys after his career was over. And it's a really good. It's about his life, hmm. but it's really good. <clears throat> I've heard it's good. Solid. Those, that was a solid list. Yeah. I stand corrected. You do complete some things. My lists. Yes. Thanks, Janice. <laughs> Is it me? Is it you? I'll go. Okay. Uh, all right, your want. I've recommended this guy to people before uh, over the span of a couple of years, but my love for him is growing. Uh <laughs> It is. It is. Uh, there's not many geniuses in the world. I think the word is thrown around too much, but this dude is a genius uh, in a lot of different ways. But specifically, music. Uh, his name is Jacob Collier. Ben, you know this guy. Wow. I've turned. I've turned you on to him. Yes. Uh, it's over. He's overwhelming to me. You're the kind of person that would be overwhelmed by. Him. I think the first thing you should do though is watch him in concert. Yeah. Not not watch him say the things that are in his brain. You don't hear him speak yet. Yes, yeah, listen to his listen about. to his yes. music first. Uh, even if you just find it on Spotify, because uh, you don't really understand the depths of what he's doing just hearing it. Because he has such a good sound, like it's just it's just very easy. Like it has a good feel to it. Yes. Um. But once you do that, if you're intrigued anymore, if you like to know know more about uh, the artist or whatever that you're into, like I do. Uh, dig into him a little bit. He's got a YouTube page. He like breaks down uh, how he produces his stuff and whatnot. He goes into music theory. The biggest part of his entire existence is music theory. Best uh, track to start with in my room, maybe. Or? It, I love in my room. Uh, it's a cover of the Beach Boys. Uh, I think that's his best song. Um, Hideaway's pretty good. Uh, stuff like that. I don't know. There's a lot. Uh, he has a great cover of Michael Jackson somewhere on YouTube. A lot of great things. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jacob Collier. I think that's all I'll do today. Yeah. I, th- I think that's probably enough. Yeah. Uh, that, uh, anything else would be overwhelming. Um, so I have two. Oh, I that. forgot about you, Austin. I have three. Oh, I'm not going to let you forget. Um, so want, I'm going to go entertainment, but because I can't go into details on entertainment, um, I'm going to give you a streaming service. So this is the thing. I am a huge proponent of Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus. I'm I'm proud of you for taking those stances. Okay, good, good. I have been crushing some Apple TV, their streaming service, Um, and I have been so impressed with the level of actors and just content that they've been able to put in. I'm two shows in now, and, I mean, they've they've got so many good actors and just writers in on these shows that I haven't seen the depths of it, but if you're not watching anything on Apple TV, there are enough good shows there for the very minimal cost that you have to pay to get it. I say give it a shot for a month because there's some good entertainment there. You've almost convinced me to spend that $5.99 a month. Okay, well... Even though I haven't even... Like, I'm still on the initial appreciation of Hulu. Yes. And the, I don't know. The, the morning show, which we were talking about, is worth it. 
Yeah. But I'm watching one called Defending Jacob with Chris Evans now. Yeah, he, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob. Oh, uh, different uh, Jacob. And uh, I didn't like him as Iron or not Iron Man, uh, Captain America because he's so vanilla. I like mm. it wasn't a good role. Um, but him in this show as a defense lawyer is just great. Riveting, huh? Yeah. Whoa. You didn't like Chris Evans as Captain America? I just <laughs> he was he was so vanilla to me. It's just me. I, I that's Captain America. I we know, now have a I, new standard for I'm the, the least American thing that's ever been said. I'm like, what the heck? he's so good. There's no conflict. Anyway, uh, thing you need. <laughs> that's that's the point of Captain America. I know. I don't like it. Hey, oh. I'll, I'll go one step further and make you look less bad. I've never even seen it. So mm, I, yeah. I appreciate that more than bad. And we witness your You've fall never seen from a Marvel grace. Movie? I've seen a Marvel movie, but not that one. Okay. Well, anyway, I don't know which one I've seen actually, so I can't tell you if I've seen Iron Man. Marvel. Everybody's seen the first. You Iron have Man. To see Yeah, I saw Spider Man. And the reason you love <laughs> Iron Man is because <laughs> the he's conflict. A he's a little. Yeah, there's some conflict. So you need a good water bottle. I was telling Caitlin this the other Camelback, day. Camelback, they're cheap. I have a Camelback, and I like it because it's magnetic, so it closes, but it also is a screw top, so it won't leak. I just find myself carrying my water bottle everywhere. Um, I'll walk in a restaurant and be like, no, I don't want your glass. I want a water bottle. Not really. But <laughs> I carry it everywhere, and I drink out of it constantly, and I love it. Uh, I don't You've been have- on a huge campaign, by the way. I'm just trying to make this episode go at least an hour and 30 minutes. I think it should. I, You've I been on a huge that. campaign to have water bottle refilling stations in inside. the church. That Chase started, and you just won't okay, let go. The reason is because uh, my climbing gym that I went to all the time in Memphis has them, and they have the count for how many plastic bottles you've saved. And I didn't really pay attention to it for a long time, but the last time I was there over Christmas, I was climbing, and I was refilling my water bottle that I love. You need it. Um, and it was like at the millions of water bottles. Like it had surpassed six digits i was like what this is insane yeah this times is to that with the little mini bottles that we have here in our building yeah Preach. that's true somebody that's who true. listens to the podcast should step up and help us yeah, fund that station petition that. so yeah. uh, i don't have a wear um because i wear the same thing every day black but t-shirt I, yeah but i do have a read um and this is one that i will admittedly say i haven't finished yet i started reading it a few days ago but it is really good and it's different than most things i read it's called shadow systems um, it's by a lady called Sylvia Harvey, and essentially what it is is I'm trying to think of how to sum this is, up. Is is is. Thank you, Chase. Bill Clinton. <laughs> rip. I'm uh, sorry, I fell rip. asleep for a minute. What were you saying? <laughs> so essentially, what Shadow Systems is 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 a <laughs> is a look at the prison system in different states. And it talks about how it's the subtitle to it is the mass incarceration of the American family. And so it does a case study on different families in different states um, and how the prison system has impacted their lives, either for better or for worse. And so the first chapter actually starts with the prison in Pearl, Mississippi, which was really close to home. And so it gives the story of this couple. The man's been in prison for 40 years. It talks about him taking her on picnics at the reservoir um, and how they've raised a family through that and just how really terrible the Mississippi prison system is compared to other states, whereas the next chapter, it's in a different state, and it talks about how um, just the ways they're they're providing programs for the, the children of these inmates and all the different benefits that they have actually verbatim what the tax dollars are going to in different states for inmates and their families. I honestly did not think that I would enjoy it as much as I am, but it's very uh, enlightening. So anyway, Shadow Systems. It's, you it's haven't finished good. it yet? I haven't finished it yet. Unless you could hate it. 
I don't feel like he turns after he passes the halfway point. I was just making fun of him for yeah, yeah, I mean, I, something hadn't finished I, yet. It, it may change my opinion. There may be a big. Yeah, I feel like Austin, you're just not finishing things. You have to finish it before you recommend it. There yeah. it is. And I've done a week of cold showers. <laughs> So That's I finished that. Completion. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me if you go 30 days. <laughs> okay. Nice I episode. Can that be where we're ending this? <laughs> Is yeah. everybody done? Is yeah, that we're everybody done talking? Happy. All right, Stay let's tuned. all go take a cold shower. All right. All right, see you. Together. <laughs>